Welcome to MLB from CDA Baseball. I am your host, James Morris, and with me today is Isaiah. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just excited to start predicting the NL East. Um, our second prediction of this year, and I'm getting, I'm pretty stoked to talk about it, but the first team to talk about the NL East prediction, which the NL East is pretty stacked. I mean, I think that a lot of these teams are going to be surprising and look to be really, really good. Uh, that is the Braves, and the Braves have quite a good lineup. Uh, the Braves roster is packed, uh, really young, but they're all talented, and here's their projected opening day lineup. Uh, this is mostly what I did, so I, I, I don't know about you, but uh, I got Ronald Acuna Jr. at right field, Austin Riley, Sean Murphy, Matt Olson, Ozzy Albies, Michael Harris Jr., Eddie Rosario, Marcel Zuna, and Vaughn Grisham. I don't know. Um, we can talk about this lineup in more depth. But what do you have on those guys? I think it's a really solid lineup. I think it's one of the best in baseball just all around because um, they don't really have a single player that's really behind in their development. Like All these players are solid players that at least have played for a couple years and even even their backups like Eddie Rosario if he if he doesn't start and Jordan Lupulo and Sam Hilliard and you know they've got a lot of a lot of good experienced players like catcher Travis Darno, Chad Trump. You know, they've got they've got some players who even even when some of their guys get hurt go down with injuries, they can still keep up with all the red, all the other teams. Yeah, I mean they, they really can. I mean this team I can't decide if they are one of the best in baseball or uh, just kind of on the average teams because you got, you know, one of the big-name talented players, you know, like uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., who, in my opinion, is a little overrated. I mean, he had 460 at-bats, which, you know, is still, you know, that's, what, 115 games, give or take, and only 15 home runs. Uh, he did post 140 OPS plus along, along that area, but I mean, to me, yes, he's a good fielder. To me, he's overrated, just um, especially for him batting first. Uh, but Austin Riley, in my opinion, one of the best defenders. He's an MVP caliber player with a 6.5 WAR last year, 38 home runs, and 142 OPS plus. I mean, he's. I thought last year what was it 2021 or something like that. He should have won MVP in my opinion. I thought he was the most underrated player in all of baseball. And then the new ad of Sean Murphy, the catcher. He, as a catcher, he had 18 home runs and 120 OPS plus. A great ad from the A's. Uh, he's really jumping up their lineup after losing a William Contreras there. They got one, two, three, four, five, or six all-stars in that lineup right there as well. So, I mean, don't sleep on the Braves if you are because they look pretty good so far. But uh, I don't know. What else do you have on this young, talented team? Um, I just think it's really good all around. I, I did forget about William Contreras that they did lose him this offseason, but I mean they I mean the Braves pretty much stole the entire A's team. But still, um, even though the A's weren't that great, they took the good players and I think they really created a good solid uh infield especially and also an outfield that can hold up for a long time because almost all of these players are really young. I mean Michael Harris only twenty two, Acuna's only what, like 26, you know, Riley's 26, you know, so all these players could, if, if they can get the playoffs in, in multiple times, I think they can be really good for a long time to come. Absolutely. I mean, they're predicted to win 101 games, uh, according to baseballreference.com. I don't believe that. I mean, they do have three young, talented players that hopefully will lead the Mariners to success. That is Vaughn Grisham, a top prospect in the uh, Braves organization. Michael Harris Jr., Rookie of the Year winner, and Spencer Strider, the gas-throwing pitcher for the Braves that came third in Rookie of the Year votings. 
Um, I just want to spend some time on Vaughn Grisham. One, some he's a player that not a lot of not a lot of average fans have heard about, and he got brought up uh, in 2022. Um, he only had 141 at bats, but he he was really 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 good defensively. Had a, already had 121 OPS plus like that, 18 RBIs with five home runs. Are those stats you know eye opening? Not really. I mean, yes, it was only 156 plate appearances. Um, but he's one of the best defenders. I mean, you're looking at a guy that could easily be a Gold Glove, at least finalist in 2023, even without that much playing time. Uh, a young guy um, who, actually, to me, I think he's going to be the, the face of the Braves at one point. And then Michael Harris Jr. Uh, I feel like I'm calling everyone overrated, but he won Rookie of the Year without even. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, is this really rookie of the year caliber stats? I mean, it's great, but 135 OPS plus, 19 home runs, he batted 297. Great stats, I like it a lot. But you're looking at you know previous all our previous rookie of the year winners like Jonathan India, uh, just uh, Jonathan India as well. He had better stats than him by quite a bunch, a better OPS plus, uh, and also Spencer Strider. I don't know. I guess these three right here could be one of the best talented players, especially in this 2023 lineup. Uh, how much does this help the Braves heading into 2023? I think it really helps them, um, not in the fact that, that he could be their starting second baseman, probably would be a backup behind Albies, but, I mean, he did get plenty of experience in 2020, 2022, and, I mean, he got brought up directly from A. so going from directly from A to the majors and performing that well is really good for the Bears. For sure, for sure. Uh, so overall, this lineup is very solid, but in my opinion, not a 101-win team. Uh, I don't know. I, I grade them 1 out of 10. I'll give them an 8. Uh, what, what would you give them 1 out of 10? Uh, I think they're a 9. I think they're one of the most solid teams in baseball, pitching and hitting-wise. I think I think they can make it to the championship game at least for sure. I'd definitely give them a, at least a 9. Wow. That's sweet. And then also starting rotation. Uh, this is... This is this is pretty good. So you're looking at Max Fried, uh, Kyle Wrights, Ian Anderson, Spencer Strider, and Mike Soroka. A lot of these players really are really good if they can stay healthy. And like Mike Soroka, uh, top guy who's who's you know supposed to be really good. He's had really good years in the past, and he gets hurt, especially with Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson as well. Uh, I'm not gonna write. Last year, both these pitchers were quite good, but uh, like Max Fried last year, he had a 2.48 ERA with a 5.9 WAR and hundred. And 170 strikeouts, but these are pre- their predicted stats, which I think is kind of interesting. So last year, Max Fried had a 2.48 ERA. He is now predicted to have a 3.25 ERA, which I think is c- quite interesting. And then Kyle Wright predicted to have a 3.89 ERA, and is he? I really like him too. He he hasn't played that much last year, but last year he had 21 wins, one of the most underrated pitchers with 3.19 ERA. I mean. You guys, Spencer Strider possibly being their fourth starter. I mean, this this starting lineup looks really, really good. What do you have on them? I think it'll be great. I mean, even even some of these guys who didn't who had an off year last year, especially Ian Anderson. Like I saw a lot from him in the playoffs in 2021. But I mean, last year five ERA did not perform well in uh, in the regular season. But I I really think he can. He's definitely got some good stuff. I think he can definitely pull it together next year and then with Max Freed, I mean, he he's he could be one of the greatest pitchers in baseball right now just because of you know all, all the great stuff he's got. I mean, I don't know about 2.35 ERA, but I think it's going to be pretty close to that under under 3 for sure. Yeah, yeah. Beware for this starting rotation because I would say it's easily the top 10 best in baseball. 
Uh, you kind of know what to expect from some of these pitchers, kind of like you said. I mean, I don't think Max Reed will have a three RA. Neither I don't. I don't. I don't think some of these players will. I don't think any of these guys will go above three and a half, which is very, very good. But beware of this uh, starting rotation. Uh, the Braves are looking to have to be really good. I mean, they they've showed that they want to win the World Series again. You know, after losing Freddie Freeman, adding Matt Olson, after losing Lincoln Chairs, adding Sean Murphy, and then again, obviously, you know, I, having these wonderful talented players, Michael Harris Jr., Major Strider, and Vaughn Grisham, that really helps their roster. That's really what they need. Really, is uh, some talented players and some home run hitters like they just got, and and, it's, and also got the, they got that starting rotation to back them up. So. I thought we could talk about the Mets roster here and then compare the Mets and the Braves. So, uh, I don't know. The Mets are really, really good. Uh, probably the best team in baseball, arguably, of course. But uh, I have a few things on them why I don't think they're going to be that good. But uh, here's our lineup. I'm just going to go through it real quick. You got Brandon Nemo, Starling Marte, Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil, Daniel Vogelbeck, Mark Canaw, and Eduardo Escobar, and Omar Narvaez. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those players were all stars. Uh, even if you have more than four, you are a talented team for sure. But I don't know. What do you see through this uh, Mets team? They really have no young talent besides Francisco Alvarez, but he's probably not going to play that much. But I don't know. What, what do you see through this team? Well, I definitely see that they're trying to make a run for the World Series this year or maybe next year. Definitely not planning for the future super well after, I mean, trading a lot of their uh, prospects and stuff. But, I mean, they've got a lot of uh, power hitters and also a lot of uh, on-base hitters. Like, they got Pete Alonso one of the greatest power hitters in baseball. And Francisco Alvarez, the former number one prospect, he might still be the number one prospect. But I think he's he's got some uh, really good talent coming up. They're pretty solid at catcher. And, I mean, you got Francisco Lindor, who's good defensively and offensively. I, I think they've got a really solid lineup. I think maybe they could improve a, a little bit on the outfield side with Starling Marte, Brandon Nimmo, Tommy Pham. Uh, just because, you know, a lot of those guys... They, they were good, but I don't know. A lot of them haven't had a superstar year in a, a very long time. But otherwise, in their infield, one of the one of the best infields in baseball, and also their catcher is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. Every single batter, according to the statistics, are above average in pretty much every stat or just overall. Um, and uh, some of the, uh, yes, some of them are overrated. Some of them are overpaid, like Francisco Lindor. And in my opinion, Tyler Marte, well, only the 16 home runs last year, and he was an all star. That doesn't quite cut for me a 3.8 war. But uh, overpaid, overrated, defensive problems, it still doesn't still doesn't cut it because the Mets roster is still phenomenal. Uh, they, I mean, if you're, a, you know, a big baseball fan like us, uh, the Mets are what, probably the first or second team to come to mind that most most uh, veteran, most packed uh, lineup in baseball. And the Mets and the Astros, those two teams really bring to my mind about who's who's the best team in baseball is one of those two. And uh, the reason I think they're one of the best team in baseball, not because of their offense. You think they're good because their offense, look at their pitching. If they stay healthy, this could be the best in, you know, what, few years or decades even. you got Justin Verlander, Max Serger, Kodai Senga, one of the I believe he won Cy Young in Japan. And then Carlos Carrasco and Jose Quintana. Uh, it's kind of a quick bit on them. Justin Verlander, if he can stay healthy, you know what to expect from him, but you never know if he can stay healthy. Same thing with Max Serger. Has he passed his prime? Probably not. But he only played 23 games last year with a 2.29 ERA. Kodai Senga, how will he adjust into the MLB? 
and uh, Carlos Carrasco with continuous solid year, and Jose Quintana, also a very good contact pitcher uh, with a 2.93 RA. But uh, what do you have on Verlander? Will he stay healthy, and just what do you see through the starting five rotation? See, Verlander, I, I don't really see him staying healthy just because of his age. I mean, he's getting he's getting really old now. He's, uh, shoot, 1983. How old is he? Like, oh, almost 40 years old. I mean, he's, he's, he's getting up there in age, and I feel like even though he was, he is still an elite pitcher. I don't think his his body will hold up to his pitching standards. So I don't know. I, I I feel like he'll he will be able to pitch most of the season, but I do think he will go down with the injury at some point. For sure. I mean, a one point seven five yeah, right with a Cy Young is thirty eight or whatever through nine years old. You said uh, is great, but I mean, what they they sent him to a pretty long contract, so I'm not expecting him to stay healthy the entire year. Um, but I, the, I love the Mets. I, I was listening to Steve Cohen. He said he's not done. He still wants to get some young prospects uh, with them uh, for the Mets. And, I mean, they say he said young prospects, pitchers. Um, so, I mean, they definitely need some young prospects. I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to some more ads from Steve Cohen. Again, they should have got uh, – oh, I guess I don't know if I should have got, but Carlos Correa could have been on that Mets roster, which would have been crazy. But now it's right this roster. I got to give them a 10 out of 10 just because, I mean, you really can't get that much better. Yes, the outfield needs some a little bit of work. Maybe their defense needs some work. Maybe they need to get a new first baseman. But overall, this lineup could be the best in baseball. I, I think I'm going to give it a 9 again. Just I, I don't know. I feel like it's about the same as the Braves roster. They have a little bit of a stronger infield, but a little bit of a weaker outfield. So I feel like it's about the same as the Braves. Okay, so... Now to the Phillies, uh, an interesting team uh, because they 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 came you know runner up in the World Series and they added some crazy players to back up you know Gene Segura since they lost him. Who oh, let's add a player? They added Trey Turner to back up uh, Gene Segura. Uh, well, we just lost. Um, no, I forget the pitcher, but they added Taiwan Walker from the Mets, and uh, he is really good, and they look to be a lot better this year. I need to pull up their stats because I don't have it uh, pulled up right now, but. Uh, this team looks really to be really dangerous. Uh, how dangerous could this team be in 2023? I think they could be, but I think there is a problem with injuries because, I mean, you already have Bryce Harper going down with the injury, Kyle Schwarber. He hasn't gotten injured yet, but he, he does get injured sometimes. And then with their pitching staff, um, they do have a great pitching staff, but a lot of these guys are older. So I think I think it'll be they'll be good as long as they can stay healthy. Yeah, so the projected... The projected starting lineup, I would go Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, JT Romuto, Nick Castellanos, Derek Hall, Alec Bohm, Bryson Stott, and Brandon Marsh. And their relievers would go Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Taiwan Walker, Ranger Suarez, and Bailey Falter. Uh, let's real quick talk about the Phillies roster because, or their, their, their lineup, I guess. I mean, you got Trey Turner, who's you know, an all-star almost guaranteed. He's going to about hit 20 home runs for you. He's going to steal about 20 bases. He's going to batter on 300 for you. And Kyle Schwarber, he's probably going to hit 30 to 40 home runs for you. Reese Hawson's, you know, home run hitter. And the J.J. Murito, the best catcher in baseball. Uh, real fast, what do you, what do you have? On, I don't want to take too much of your time, but uh, what do you have on some of these players? Because uh, it's, it's really packed uh, from top to bottom. I think they've got a really solid roster right now. I mean, they took they went to the World Series last year, and there was no part of your, their roster you could get to where you didn't have to worry about them hitting a home run, you know? And, I mean, you got Derek Hall in there, which, I mean, there's no rosters that are perfect. You've always got to have a weakness at some point. But I think, I mean, when they can get Harper back healthy, I think their roster could be really good. 
Absolutely. I mean, I'll tell Nick Castellanos is a better year, and he had a really bad year last year, but he is predicted to hit 22 home runs. That is very doable for them. Uh, also, Bryson Stott, maybe since he's such a highly regarded prospect, maybe he'll have a really good year um, for the Phillies. And then uh, starting rotation, well, a, a strikeout rotation for sure. Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, both crazy strikeout pitchers. Aaron Nola had 200-some strikeouts last year. Uh, Zach Wheeler had 13 wins, and uh, he is really good. Taiwan Walker, uh, a solid pitcher. I mean, yes, he has his ups and downs, but uh, he's definitely a pitcher you want to have on that roster. He's number three. And then Ranger Suarez, in my opinion, he's one of the best contact hitters in baseball, and he does can, he can strike out a lot too. And Bailey Falter, I don't know too much about him, um, but uh, he hasn't been in the league for that long, so I don't really don't know too, about, too much about him. He, he doesn't throw too fast, but... Uh, I don't know. I like his off speeds, and he seems real. He seems good to me through the videos I've seen. But what do you have on this starting rotation? How far do you think it'll take him? I think they're good throughout the first couple, but then I mean, if Bailey Falter is starting, I know he did one game in the World Series, or maybe it was the Championship Series, but it it was not good. Um, I think he he threw like two thirds of an inning or something, and he let a lot of runs. It it was not good for him at all, but. I mean, it, he could probably bounce back from that. It was probably just nerve from, you know, it, it being the World Series, of course. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I think I think they have a really solid rotation. I mean, Sir Anthony Dominguez in the bullpen, but still they got Aaron Nola. And, um, yeah, Aaron Nola especially is, I mean, he's, he, he can be really good. Taiwan Walker and Zach Wheeler also can be pretty good. But, I mean, Zach Wheeler has had injuries, and Taiwan Walker – can be up and down, but I think if all of them stay healthy again, they can be a really good team. Sweet. I mean, I forgot Andrew Painter, the number six prospect in baseball, well, his ETA for making the big leagues is twenty twenty three, and they're saying they might he might take Bailey Bailey Falter's spot and and during in the roster. Um, but Andrew Painter, they got one of the best prospects in all baseball. He is really, really, really good. Um, our next now next is the Marlins. In my opinion, the top five most talented team in baseball. Miami Marlins, they got newly added Luis Arise, uh, Gene Segura, newly added Gene Segura. Jasmine Jr. is back from his injury. Garrett Cooper, Avisil Garcia, Jorge Soler, Joey Wendell, Brian De La Cruz, and Jacob Stallings. And then their rotation is also really, really good. Yes, they lost Pablo Lopez, but from the ad of Luis Arise. Uh, their rotation goes Sandy Alcantara, newly added Johnny Cueto, newly added Jesus Luzardo, and Edward, Edward, Edward Cabrera and Trevor Rogers. Um, Real fast, tell me, tell me the ads that they got. You know, they got Luisa Rise for Pablo Lopez. They got Gene Segura with free agency, and they got Johnny Cueto with free agency. Even though they said he overpaid for him, I don't. Uh, were those good ads? Even though they probably won't make the playoffs, or what do you see through those stuff right there? Uh, I feel like Pablo Lopez for Luisa Rise. I feel like that is a good ad for for both teams, just because the Marlins definitely needed some hitting, and they they have. Um, they definitely have a solid pitching rotation. And what, what was the other one you said? Uh, did you say Gene Segura and Johnny Cueto? Oh, yeah, Gene Segura and Johnny Cueto. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that gives them a solid infield for sure with Jazz Chisholm, Gene Segura, Joey Wendell, and Luis Arise. So I think I think that was good for them getting a solid infield. And then with Johnny Cueto, I'm not, I'm not sure what to think about him. I mean, he's kind of past his prime, but, I mean, maybe they can get one good year out of him and maybe – it gets to the wild card. Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean, this the I mean it's like they want. I can't sometimes this team. I can't tell. I can't tell if this team wants to make the playoffs or not. I mean they all want to make the playoffs, but like 
Obviously, this roster is not good enough to make the playoffs, especially before the ads. But all, now they're adding players, more and more players, thinking that maybe we have a shot at making the playoffs. In my opinion, they have no shot to make the playoffs just because, you know, you got the Mets, you got the Phillies, you got the Braves ahead of them in the lineup. Maybe a wild card spot, but even that, I don't think so. But the the, the, the new added Luis Arise, the new added Gene Segura, the new added Johnny Cueto, uh, and with Jazzin Jr. back in, this team does look dangerous. Especially, it's like it, I think they want to make the house really, really bad, but they don't know what to do. Especially since their their payroll is so low. But uh, what do you think their strategy is going into this season? Is their goal to make the playoffs this year? Or are they just trying to build up for next next couple of years? I honestly have no idea. I feel like they're trying to maybe make it to a wild card spot this year, and then if they don't, probably. I mean, uh, Johnny Cueto probably not for not going to be there for long, but if they can uh, get Luis Arise and Gene Segura for, for a little while, maybe they can uh, add some more pitching and get to the playoffs maybe in a couple of years, but I, I don't really see them getting to the playoffs this year, so that's why I'm not sure why they added someone like Johnny Cueto, just because, I mean, that's someone you would add if you're trying to go for a playoff one run right now. Mm-hmm. Well, now we have the Nationals, and... The Nationals aren't a very good team. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but <coughs> um, they their starting rotation is not good at all. Uh, but their 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 lineup is all right. This is obviously projected. Uh, uh, it's it's based on me and based on websites that I've seen research. But I got Lane Thomas, then C.J. Abrams, Joey Manessis, Kelbert Ruiz. Corey Dickerson, Jamer Candelario, Luis Garcia, Dominic Smith, and Victor Robles in the lineup. Um, I mean, obviously, from top to bottom, you're looking at it. That's okay. CJ Abrams, Abrams is a pretty big name. I mean, lately, Joey Maness has been a pretty big name. Lane Thomas can hit the ball. And Corey Dickerson, you know, they got him from the Cardinals. But, I mean, it looks pretty similar from last year. I don't have, I don't think they'll be this all-opening team. But Mackenzie Gore, Robert Hassel, the third, whatever it is. I mean, from the trade they got since trading Josh Bell and Juan Soto, the talent is there, just none of them are predicted uh for them come up so far, but I mean, obviously this lineup isn't very good. But what do you, what do you see through that? Well, I mean, obviously they're they're rebuilding right now. I mean, they've got a lot of young talent in C.J. Abrams, Luis Garcia, you know, Mackenzie Gore. But I feel like they're definitely not trying to make the playoffs at this point. Definitely yeah. really. But I feel like it could be good in the future if they added for sure some pitching because their 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 rotation is. It's not great. It's a lot of them are pretty old. I mean, Mackenzie Gore is one of the only bright spots. I mean, they've got Strasburg, but you know, eventually Strasburg probably will go to another team just because his talent is probably more useful in a in another place just because of how bad I think the Nationals will be. Yeah, I mean, th- is this team good? No. But uh I mean, I don't know. I there's you, you can never you never know what to expect really and uh I don't know. This team, it, they look all right. But, again, the talent is there, but the, the roster talent is not there. But uh, they're good. I like them a lot. Uh, I guess their starting rotation goes Josiah Gray, Patrick Corbin, Trevin Williams, Cade Cavalli, and Mackenzie Gore. Um, Josiah Gray, if he's talented, I don't think he'll – I don't think I'll have another good year. I really don't know what to expect. Patrick Corbin as a number two starter. That is not good. I mean – let me pull up his stats because, I mean, he had a 6.31 ERA last year with a negative 2.5 war and 19 losses, and that's your number two starter. 
Yikes. Uh, that's not good. And Trevor Williams, again, he's a guy who stayed in the league for a while, never really had a good year. And then Mackenzie Gore, a high, talented player. Same thing with Cade Cavalli. Um, but overall now, I think we should reveal our predictions. I don't know if you have that pulled up or not. So I'll, I'll, I'll go first if, uh, if that's okay. But uh, I have the Phillies in first place just because of their great ads. It seems like they really want to make the playoffs, especially since they made the World Series the, the previous year with not even as good of a roster as they do now. They're looking to be a lot better. I have them being 162 in first place. Uh, I don't know. Do you agree or disagree with that? I, I think, wait, 162, what, what do you mean by that? Oh, 162, okay. Yeah. I was thinking 162 games. But yes, I think I think that's pretty good. Uh, I had the Phillies winning just 90 games. I feel like since Bryce Harper's hurt right now, I feel like at the start of the season they could be down a couple games, but I feel like later in the season they'll definitely win a lot. Yeah, I have the Braves in second place with being 97-65. and 65. I sure think I did the math right there. I'm not. I'm not positive on that. I really don't want to think about that right now. Um, but I, I think they're really good because they got the the update from from the first batter to the ninth batter. It's really dangerous hitters. Sean Murphy, you know Matt Olson. Like I said, the newly added players are phenomenal, and they've been competitive. They've wanted to win the World Series, you know, ever since ever since they won it. Really, they're 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 a team that cannot be looked down uh, looked down upon, especially since their second rotation is there. Uh, I have them winning 97 wins and 65 losses, mostly because of their young talent. I think that will pave the way to success for them. What do you have on them? I also had 97 and 65, actually. I feel like they will be in first place in their division. Uh, I think I think it's going to be pretty close between Braves, Mets, and Phillies, but I think the Braves will just barely win their division, and I also think they will take the number two spot in the playoffs. Sweet. Yeah, so I got the Mets in third place, winning 93 Winning 93 games and losing 69 losses, uh, losing 69 times. Uh, the reason I think only 93 wins, at least for the Mets, is I think mostly because they're pitching. I can almost guarantee Dustin Berlander to get hurt. I can almost guarantee Max Scherzer to be hurt. You can't even kind of guarantee Carlos Carrasco not getting hurt, especially since with two Tommy, two Tommy John surgeries or something like that. And boom, that's your three best pitchers. And they're not even guaranteed to stay healthy. And, and again... If those guys don't stay healthy, they're going to have to sign some guys that probably don't have very much big league experience, maybe bring up a prospect, and they're not guaranteed to do anything good. I think that's going to bound to happen multiple times in the season. I think that's why their record is going to go a lot below their intention for 2023. 93 wins and 69 losses. What do you have on them? I had 95 and 67 for the Mets. I think they'll take second place in their division. I do think that each, I think that those three pitchers will get hurt. I do think that they will um, not get hurt, probably probably won't get hurt at the same time, maybe at different times during the year and probably for a short time. So while they are healthy, I do think they can win enough games to take second place. Exactly. Yep, yep. And then um, and the Marlins in fourth place. I have them winning 83 wins. I have them winning 83, losing 79 games, 83 and 79. Uh, for some fans, I think that's actually quite a good record. Uh, for some, that's probably not good. I mean, I think that's really good for the Marlins. I'm even maybe expecting more ones. This is just the, the, my first gut instinct through what I've seen. But looks like, I mean, the, Luis Arai is probably the best contact hitter. Johnny Cueto, I mean, he had a good year, 3.35 ERA last year. That's not bad, 3.5 war. And Cena Alcantara, Cy Young winner. I mean, Jason Jr. is there, Gene Segura. I mean, does this roster look amazing? No. Does it look bad? Absolutely not. It's it's above average. It looks solid. 
That's why I have them being in fourth place because you can't really get higher than fourth place with the Braves, Mets, and Phillies winning 83 games and losing 79. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that the Met, the Marlins will be good, but I think from playing Braves, Mets, and Phillies so many times, I think they definitely won't win as many games. I have them at 77 and 85. I mean, you've got all those star players that are getting getting near the end of their careers, but, I mean, you got Jazz Chisholm, and I definitely think that with Sandy Alcantara and everybody, they, they can win enough, maybe enough to go to the wild card, but I, don't, I think they will miss the playoffs this year. And what do you have on the Nationals before I go on? Uh, from the Nationals, I have 70, 70 wins, 92 losses. I mean, right now they're definitely in a rebuilding phase. I feel like definitely will not make the playoffs this year. Probably one of the more uh, losing teams in baseball. Yeah, that, that, I got uh, 68 wins. Um, actually, I had 69 wins in, well, 80-something. I don't know. It, some, some odd losses. Uh, I have them losing 68 games. Uh, just because, I mean, their starting rotation is not good at all. Their talent is completely there, which I think is very good. I Previously, I had them winning 71, and then I started like diving into their roster more, and I'm like, this is not impressive at all. I mean, the talent is there, but like C.J. Abrams, you know, not a very good year. Mackenzie Gore, he ended up getting brought down and traded because he was doing so bad. But the start, he was doing great. Uh, but, however... 68 wins for me is reasonable. I think for you, I believe you picked 70. That That is within range too. But uh, before you go, just real fast, uh, just recap on who first, second, third, and fourth place in the division. Uh, again, just all the records and all that real fast. So at uh, first place, I had the Braves at 97 and 65. Second place, Mets at 95 and 67. Third place, Phillies, 90 and 72. Uh, fourth place Marlins seventy seven and eighty five and fifth place Nationals seventy and ninety two. That's uh that's I like that a lot. I mean I think that's very reasonable for, for every team really. Uh I don't know before you go. Uh what is the what team are you most high on next year? Ooh that's a good question. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. There's a lot of teams that made some moves. I feel like uh. Hmm. I, I think the Phillies, not even though we talked about them, I feel like that could be one of the teams that people sleep on that could really play well this year just because of, they, you know, they got Trey Turner. And also uh, the Astros. I think the Astros will be super good again. I mean, you know, with all the players they picked off picked up. And finally, the Rangers. I think with the addition of Jacob DeGrom, I think they'll perform pretty well this year. Awesome, that's sweet. Uh, thank you for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it, Isaiah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, uh, thank you for listening to Emily from CDA Baseball. Please share this podcast and thank you.